Good morning. My name is Ed Hollihan, and this is The View From Here. There's nothing quite like stepping outside to that cold slap in the face, looking up and beholding the wonder of the night sky. The ancients spent countless hours wondering what the stars and their configurations meant. They conjured constellations and imagined the reasons for those constellations. They saw hunters and sisters and ruminants out there. Then they invented the stories to go with those images. They imagined these characters marching across the night sky within the logic created for their purposes. They defined the hunt, planting, harvest, any activity important enough to need celestial guidance. They tied the stars to the moon and the moon to the sun and the sun to life and life to the earth and the earth to the end of life. Before science, there was the circle. The circle was sufficient. Well, we have different eyes now. We have minds that behave differently too. We have notions that travel in new circles. We no longer have the need to tell our children that the night sky is full of stories and that these stories have meaning for us. We've replaced the night sky with television and the internet and the telephone. We've created nighttime without the night sky. We ignore that vast expanse every night, almost without fail. We stay inside, and that's too bad. What would it take to miss a segment of your 8 o'clock show and replace it with one magical step outside to look at the sky? How difficult would it be to pull out the earbuds for a minute and march your clan onto the porch? What if we invited that soulmate on the other end of the phone to share the night view? What if we paid attention for just a few minutes, just a few times a month, to the glories above? Your conversations with the kids will change over time. Oh, they'll start by complaining at first. Why are we doing this? Then comes resignation. Eh, at least the moon is out. And then on to honest inquiry. Mom, what's the red star? And finally to the best place of all. Hey, hey, come here. Look what Venus is doing. Hmm, it's simple, really. If you show people the wonders of something, sooner or later they will get it, remember it, and make it theirs. It might be after you're gone. It doesn't matter. The night sky will still be there. My father gave his family the gift of the night sky. As a result, my brother became a decent and serious amateur astronomer. My sister built a life in the country long before I did, and I have come to this place prepared for very few things, but the night sky was one of them. I remember my dad marching us into our backyard in the middle of New York City, the night of the first big blackout. He was ecstatic that we had a clear night and a dark night. That was the first truly dark night of my life, and I was 15 years old. Out came the telescope, mounted on its heavy base, on went the eyepiece, pick out the target and line up the kids for stargazing. And what stars we saw. That's Vega, that's Polaris. That group over there, that's Cassiopeia. Let's 
see how far away that is? He was reading from one of his books by flashlight. Eyeglasses pushed up on his head, more excited than any of the kids. What a great night. What a wonderful man. You can be wonderful too, you know. Get a book from the library and march the kids out after dark. You don't need a scope. You don't even need binoculars. You just need to point and say some of those wonderful star names. Capella, Pollux and Castor, Beetlejuice. It's magic. Kids remember these things. It's as good as a bedtime story, maybe better. If you can send a child or a grandchild to school the next day with the name of just one constellation memorized, you have done a most excellent thing. They will own those stars forever. It's out there, every night, the night sky. <laughs>